Greetings! Welcome to Film Gazers, a podcast focusing on the science fiction, horror, fantasy trinity, and 20th century entertainment. I'm Steph. I'm Jess. We're cousins slash besties. Join us as we reminisce, discuss, and review films from our childhood. So, in this episode, we watched 1998's The Big Lebowski. Uh, this is a special episode for the birthday girl, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> coming up soon but yes this is one of my um all-time favorite movies not just comedy but in general um i have a tattoo commemorating it because i love it so much um what else can i say (laughs) (laughs) i specifically love jeff bridges also yes in general and in this movie Yes, so for the month of August, um, we have, of course, two episodes will be coming out. This one and um, another one will be my birthday pick. Um, But like you said, this is your, like, hands down, all-time favorite movie. So that's uh, the route that Jess took. I'm a little jealous she can be so, like... Yeah, and, like, (laughs) firm on that decision. Like, yes, this is... My favorite movie. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm still, I'll be honest, <laughs> I have not, I've said I've picked mine, but I've already changed my mind again. And I'm like, no, I don't <laughs> want to do that one because I don't know if it's my favorite. Yeah. That's so a lot of pressure. It is. It's a lot. So just to give you guys a heads up, you won't know what mine is, I guess, until it airs. No, even <laughs> better. Keep be it a surprise. Well, um, I mean, I felt like since I had a tattoo, I was pretty committed yeah you're pretty obligated it's the only movie tattoo that i have so (laughs) i mean i'm fully committed for sure all right so um i'm gonna go ahead and continue with a little bit of um facts about the movie it is considered um like a comedy uh crime caper Mm -hmm. um which i I do think is a common um genre theme in a lot of not only your favorite films but, um, again, I can't pick a, one favorite, right. but I can pick from a slew of favorites. And, um, like, comedy crime capers are up there. Because the shenanigans yes. are the best part of the movies, and usually. we had mentioned Fish Called Wanda. Yes. And that was one uh, we both, and that's like a comedy crime caper. And I also love caper. Kevin Klein. Yeah. So, uh, it's, again, along in that genre that we are both partial to. It runs about almost at two hours. Mm-hmm. It's an hour 57. Um, it was released on March 6, 1998. It was directed by Joel Cohen, but I mean, everyone considers this a Cohen Brothers movie. Yeah, they like, do. Ethan, I just was, <clears throat> from what I'm seeing, he's credited as being uncredited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was written by both of them. Um, it was produced by Ethan. Uh, it was starring Jeff Bridges, John Goodman, Julian Moore, Steve Buscemi, David Huddleston, John Totoro. Philip Seymour Hoffman, and Sam Elliott as The Stranger. Mm-hmm. The cinematography was done by Roger Deakins, and the music was by Carter Burwell, which this movie is known for its soundtrack a yeah. lot, too, which I believe you were telling me is also kind of one of the reasons you love this movie as oh, well. Oh, yeah. Like, I was telling her whatever um, the latest downloading music software there was I will there was LimeWire or <laughs> a bear share maybe something yeah I, I downloaded the soundtrack <laughs> I always wanted to find it on you know record but I have yet to find it in like a record store or thrift store 
Oh, yeah, right. You're going to yeah. have to definitely order that. I'm just saying. That would always be, like, a really cool find. The holy grail you know, for the you holy to, grail. to randomly find. <clears throat> That's when I know my karma is at its peak. <laughs> That's how you know the dude is, like, paying you back. Within me. Yeah. I'm like, I have <laughs> achieved... Total dudeism. Total dudeism. <laughs> Total dude status. That's great. Um, so, so while we're talking about you being a, a very zen and dude-like, um, in actuality now, the movie itself features no fewer than 280 F-bombs. Which is my favorite <laughs> part about it. And um, so it was dropped at a staggering swear rate of 2.4 per minute. Mm-hmm. So, it's a lot of fucks. That's fucking right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Some other little fun facts is the dude is present in every scene. Uh, It is in um, a true, like, uh, noir fashion. Mm -hmm. Um, So, he is, even in the steam, um, steam, (laughs) even in the scene um, where the nihilists are um, in the diner and all of that, apparently the dude's van and Walter are in in the background. Yeah. So I thought that was very cool. Yeah. Um, and also, according to Cohen, um, they knew the plot would probably be a bit confounding to most viewers on the first watch, but they knew it wouldn't matter. You don't have to necessarily understand or know the plot to understand what you're watching during the entire ordeal, right. pretty much. and enjoy it. And I totally agree with that. <laughs> um, you I don't care that- what's happening. You're enjoying it so mm-hmm. much that... It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's definitely a random, just wild ride. (laughs) Literally laugh out loud. Oh. Again, watching it. There was a lot, there's like at least three scenes where I was like laughing. So some of uh, the more interesting takes uh, (laughs) with this movie, um, while the Coen brothers pretty much have said that there's really not any too much underlying themes throughout it, um... It's just supposed to be kind of a story, ultimately. Uh, But it has a parable of global capitalism uh, Mm. seen by many, uh, which I think can be true, uh, given the class structure of um, everyone involved in the situation. The dude has also been seen as a contemporary Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) And noting uh, the similarities within them. Basically, this movie also has birthed a religious movement called Dudism, which Mm. preaches non-preachiness. (laughs) <laughs> uh, practices as little as possible yes. yep. <laughs> and shares common ground with the um, laid back ancient Chinese philosophy of Taoism. So yeah, uh, I guess you basically are part of a cult because you love this movie so much. <laughs> I mean, it is called a uh, cult classic for a reason. <laughs> very, very true. Um, all right. So with all that being said, Jess is going to take it away. With some of the you googled summary. Jeff the Dude Lebowski is mistaken for Jeffrey Lebowski, who is the big Lebowski, which explains why he's roughed up and has his precious rug peed on. In search of recompense, the dude tracks down his namesake who offers him a job. His wife has been kidnapped and he needs a reliable bagman, aided and hindered by his pals Walter Sobchak a Vietnam vet, and Donnie, master of stupidity.
So we already mentioned this is your birthday pick. It's your favorite mm -hmm. movie of all time. Um, so I guess that's going to cover kind of you're like a big fan. Yes. So I'm going to ask you first um, more of when was the last time you watched it? I watched it at least once or twice a year. Okay. So this is, yeah. Year. So this was the first time this year <laughs> that I've watched it. <laughs> that you watched it. <laughs> it's that much in your rotation. Yes. It's always in my rotation. Okay. Um, it has probably been a little while for me since I've watched this one. Um, I want to say the last time probably was with you. Mm. Okay. <laughs> um, at your house sometime. And I'm trying to remember what house. <laughs> I just house can't. Was yeah. That? I can't remember. So, um, I will say it's probably been that a while though. Yeah. And maybe for me, I was thinking and I'm like probably seven years ago because mm, it was wow. a couple of okay. houses ago when I watched it. Okay. So that was probably our second house. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's been that long for me and, um, I didn't watch it a ton, like when I was a teenager and stuff, um, or in my early twenties, I had seen it a couple, again, I feel like it was a lot with you yeah. in my uh, younger well, adult years. I remember the first time we ever watched it was together mm -hmm. and it was in like 98 when it came out. I see. I was very young. Yeah. I was going to say my earliest memories of this film were me just being very young and not quite getting it well i remember so i was like in eighth grade um so you were in like what fourth fifth probably fifth like yeah fifth i think grade. yeah and we were just finishing like recording our own movies or whatever yeah. in the living room after everybody went to sleep and it came on hbo and all we heard was like fuck 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 yes. and we were like what is this so we like Stopped what we were doing, watching it, and I remember being like mesmerized, like and laughing along with it, like, "Oh my god! Like, what the fuck are we watching? <laughs> what the fuck are we watching? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about?" Like, it was amazing to me, like how many times they said "fuck" in a movie, you know? And I just remember us being like, "Oh my god!" Like, we had to sit down and watch this whole movie. That's great. Yeah, that was I my was first memory of it. I was young, and I don't remember much of like my <laughs> earliest memories of uh, of under quite understanding. Like as we mentioned, I didn't understand the plot line obviously right. that well. <laughs> it was pretty risque. I was fairly young for seeing it then, and then as I got older, I would see the cable television cuts. Oh, As we've okay. mentioned, like yeah. a lot of movies that I watched like over and over again sometimes growing up was because it was on uh, TV. Um, so, yeah, I would see the different, you know, like that specific cut right. version. Um, so obviously the version I seen more of didn't have all the fucks. Yeah, um, yeah. It was cut quite it's differently. It's kind of like, why even, why even bother playing it? Yeah. I'm not going to have the fucks. Exactly. <clears throat> if there's a rate of 2.4 a minute... Mm -hmm. You're bleeping out a lot of shit. Exactly. It's a lot for the censors. It's like, don't even bother. Obviously shouldn't even be a cable movie. <laughs> right. At that point. But yeah, so I had um, a lot of specific memories of certain, very certain scenes. Um, the montages, like those obviously stand out a lot. The little music mm -hmm. montage, right? Yeah. The artsy kind of. <laughs> dream sequences. Yes, dream sequences. Um, those are very fun. So they were very memorable. Um, but yeah, other than that, I, and I have to say the actual plot line overall for me, um, was kind of what I forgot the most. Like <laughs> I remembered very specific scenes right? and I kind of remember the vague, uh, plot setup for why they're in this situation maybe. 
Um, but really overall, before I watched it tonight, I wouldn't have been able to like really explain to you still what the plot had <laughs> That's been. Crazy. Like the subplot with yeah, the yeah. yeah kidnapping and everything. Um, but I obviously do not watch this movie as often as you do right, either. Right. Um, I don't hate this movie by any means, but it is a movie that it almost makes me anxious <laughs> for some reason. And that's why I've never been, I like the movie, but I can't watch it all too often. Um, I think Walter just yeah. stresses me out. <laughs> yes. And he makes me so angry. He's and then very, even like, the dude sometimes, character. yeah, will like stress me out with his like lack of initiative of like, yeah, like when he's just like, okay, like not explaining himself or something where I'm like, oh my God, like, yeah, I get a he little. He just puts his sunglasses on and. Yeah, just whatever, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, where I'm like, <laughs> I would not. I, I guess because <clears throat> I know I will never be a dude. <laughs> I, I probably am more like a Walter, but even Walter is like too much, like, no. Yeah, he's I'm... so far the other end. Exactly. And I mean, I feel Donnie. like I do have some Walter in me also. I think we all have a little Walter yeah. in us. Um, but John Goodman um, was just, yeah, he he was over the top, and I really liked him when I was growing up. Yeah. So, uh, and then with Jeff Bridges, like you said, it was a good cast. So, and Steve Buscemi is your man. I know. Yeah, I'm a big <laughs> um, Steve Buscemi fan. Uh, I actually have named one of the stray cats that kind of hangs out around here. He looks like Steve Buscemi, and so. Call him Steve. <laughs> um, yeah, so I... Also, that was one thing. I forgot how little he is actually in this movie. Steve Buscemi? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah they... Donnie is Size a wise. blip. Like, in oh, just terms of... Like, yeah, the amount of his character yeah, gets actually yeah, in yeah. it. Uh, I thought he was, like, way more in it. Prevalent, mm-hmm. yeah. For sure. Um, but all right, yeah, so those are our earliest uh, memories and things, but I guess we can kind of just start getting into our notes. This one, um, I know during the action movie uh, summer blockbusters that we did, I feel like we did get a little tunnel vision at times when mm-hmm. we're kind of wanting to explain the movie a lot to you guys, um, and then we kind of get stuck on looking at our notes, and I feel like we're going to try to switch it up a little bit with our Not specials. play-by-play like, play of... Yes, we're just going to tell you, especially with it being your favorites, and again, this is a convoluted story. I don't even know how you would do a play-by-play review right. of a movie like this. And then... <laughs> so, um, I know that I did, of course, uh, write with the opening with Sam Elliott mm-hmm. being the narrator. Um, so when I was younger, again, because I remember seeing this movie really young, and I haven't watched it as often, um, in my adult years, to where when I watch it, I'm like, oh yeah, isn't like, uh, is Sam Elliott like God in this? Like, I, <laughs> like, I always, I guess I thought, like, I'm sure he that's was, kind of like, oh, that could be interpreted as, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, he's some kind of, because he always is talking like he knows exactly what the dude's been, and, and the dude, the though, interacts <clears throat> with him right. in the middle, um. Um, so yeah, I'm like, is he an omnipresent being or, I mean, the dude has interacted with him, but he doesn't, I'm like, oh, he does interact with the bartender though. Cause he tells him he wants a sarsaparilla. Give me that good sarsaparilla. Yeah. And, uh, so I did enjoy the narration opening mm-hmm. and then I would like to point out when he, they introduce like, here he is, the dude in all his glory. <laughs> he's like in boxers and like a robe. But my favorite in a section. <laughs> is Sam Elliott saying, 
this store is every bit as stupefying as all those other places. <laughs> it's more stupefying than France. 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 <laughs> Italy. Wherever. All the exotic places of the world. <laughs> this is every bit as stupefying. This here story. It's a good, That's great. good narration, good opening. And he's the man for his time and place. thought that was like, yes. Yeah, that would uh, totally describe the dude in the, uh, <laughs> this movie and the scenarios that he finds himself in. And like I told Stephanie earlier, the tumbling tumbleweave song was stuck in my head all day long. <laughs> oh, what I was going with uh, introducing him, though, the dude in the milk aisle. And then he's like just sniffing the half and half. <laughs> I don't remember that part. And then when he's in the checkout line, he he's has milk, milk on his yeah, mustache still. <laughs> and I like how it was only 69 cents. And he wrote a check. Well, also, I'm just like, 69 cent? That's hella, hella cheap. Well, this is supposed to be the early 90s. Oh, is it not supposed to be in 1998? No, like when it, was, it says like, in the beginning of the movie, or like he says, it's supposed to be in 1990, early 90s when there's like something going on with like Saddam Oh, yeah. Hussein, oh, like, yeah, with Kuwait and Kuwait. stuff. So yeah, it yeah, is, yeah. oh, okay, I know. Okay, yeah, now that makes more, because I'm like... Yeah. Like, are these references right for 98? And I'm confused. Okay. That makes way more sense. That was where That's I'm That's why like, the president hmm. was like Reagan, right? Oh, the way that they mentioned it. Or maybe I thought, it was George Bush, the first one. Yeah, I thought it was okay, the first yeah. one. It was like, he looked like Ross Perot or something. <laughs> the guy on the TV. And he's like, this aggression will not stand. Wait. It's aggression in Kuwait. Oh. And he's checking out. And he looks up at the TV and it's playing the news and it's Bush. Um, so right before the actual opening credits, we get the big where's the money Lebowski yeah. scene and he gets clocked, correct? Yes, yes. Where's and, the money, shithead? <laughs> and yeah, so that's when the uh, credits start, which were just really nice looking opening intros. Um, and then they introduce us to the fellas at the bowling alley and we get to meet Walter and Donnie. And like I said before, John Goodman is just a force like to be reckoned with mm. basically in this film. Um, but again, he uh, can be super annoying too after this watch, like even more so than I remember. He was like even more grating. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. There was a lot of times I'm like, shut the fuck up, Walter. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> yeah instead of donnie yeah yeah you're like, and then I'm like poor donnie like he never gets to say anything <laughs> and uh oh okay and they when you pee did... on your fucking rug that they was a... on my fucking rug i like how that walter does get him worked up <laughs> yeah and especially when he's like his wife you know owes money all, all around town. town like how they keep like repeating that throughout the movie too yeah. like oh well Common fact, like, so <laughs> not life's a whore. There's money all over town. All over town. All over that town. And yeah, just the way that it always keeps coming back up with how they say it. Um, it's just, it's funny. It was well written, well tied and together. And my favorite part of the whole movie is the scene where they're at the bowling alley and the dude grabs that clip and then, you know, to put his hair up mm-hmm. so he can clip his hair up out of the way so he can go bowling. Oh, yeah. not falling in his face. Just that one little scene <laughs> is my favorite part. That's great. So, yeah. So, Walter had got them all worked up. And when they he is at the big Lebowski's house for the first time. 
And then, because he's, you know, like, yo, I want the fucking rug. And he just takes, doesn't, he ends up taking just whatever rug he wants. Yeah. Like, tricking him. Yeah, I yeah. love that part where he, he was so like. He's like, how did it, how'd you meet him go? He said I could take whichever rug I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> and then they introduced Bunny, which was very young Tara Reed, which I did mm-hmm. forget that was her. Um, oh, but that was like one of my other favorite scenes. The whole "I'm the dude." That's what you call me. Oh you yeah, <laughs> that's one of my other favorite quotes. Classic. Classic. When they introduced Tara Reed, though, and her first line kind of was like, "I'll suck your cock for a thousand dollars." And then in this point He's on, like, I'll be right back. I'm just gonna go find a cash machine. <laughs> Well, and then you're like, okay, who's this crazy rich guy who's married to, like, this lady? Like, Who's, like, obviously a teenager. I know. <laughs> and and you got he, this old-ass nihilist in the pool. Who's, <laughs> she's already fucked who knows how many times in the porno. <laughs> um, and that's the thing, because later they do reference that... Uh, when the dude knows he's being followed by someone in like a blue beetle and yeah. it's another private eye. Well, because he thinks he said, I say another because the guy is like, oh, you're a private eye like me. Right. And he's like, you're in the thick of it. <laughs> thought that was funny. Um, and almost it was kind of a nod, though, to the like noir style right. that it is. Um but <laughs> he's like, oh, uh, he's hired by Bunny's parents, basically, was mm-hmm. they were trying to look for her. And yeah, and the picture they have is like when she's like from a high school student. Right. So is she has, has she supposed to have been like an underage I'm like, pretty girl? sure. This I'm entire sure. time. Yeah, I think that's why she's, they're looking for her. Yeah, because I never like caught on to that quite yeah. um, at all in um, other watchings, I guess. Uh, so that was definitely something new where I was like, wait. Ew, like... Yeah. <laughs> kind of made a different uh, layer to this film. Well, because you learn about what, like, what a piece of shit the Big Lebowski actually is, mm-hmm. you know? Like, it's all bravado. It's not real. Oh, I know. And then that was another thing that I kind of had forgot about when Julianne Moore's character... Um, was saying how, oh, no, it was her mother that was the rich and successful mm-hmm. one, and he just gets, like, an allowance himself. Mm-hmm. Um, totally forgot about that as well. <laughs> oh, and I do, like, um, I believe that actor, that was David Huddleston, correct? I believe that's his, that was who he is. Which one? Um, the Big Lebowski. Oh, uh, something. I think that's him. I think he's Huddleston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, but he also <laughs> was the voice in Monsters, Inc., was he not? Of uh, who? The crab CEO looking guy. Oh, first... was it? Yeah. I maybe. believe so. With John Goodman. With John Goodman. And Goodman. Steve yeah. <laughs> How funny is that? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I did. I never I, noticed that. I, I, that's the one thing I always remember. I was like, oh, yeah, he's the Monsters, Inc. guy. <laughs> So, yeah, seeing him, like, play such a sleaze is kind of... I mean, but he was technically the bad guy in Monsters, Inc., too, Oh, yeah, for sure he was, yeah. So, it is weird how... I'm gonna gonna say it. Monsters, Inc. is, like, a subtle homage. To... That's probably why I love Monsters, Inc. so much. That was always been one of my favorites. Monsters, Inc. is also one of my favorite Pixar's. Yeah, it's good. It's got good jokes in it. It does. But no, so yeah, I thought that was funny, and I didn't know if you had ever caught, yeah, caught on to that or not. Back to bowling again, and then he draws the gun on <laughs> Smokey. I know, that scene still blows my mind. Over uh, the line! <laughs> like, I would be genuinely terrified of Walter. I know, because like, he's a big old dude, and Smokey is not. <laughs> mm-mm. 
And this is when you get, though, where I'm like, why is the dude friends with Walter? I don't know. Like, like that is the one thing close friends. I find myself asking throughout the entire movie this watch, where I'm like... I don't understand what he does for him. Yeah, I'm like, what's that connection? Like... It doesn't mean... I feel like Donnie was way more chill, and I could see why the dude would be... Yeah, friends with Donnie. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess they would never get anything done. Yeah, that's true. So I'm sure Walter makes most of the decisions. Probably. You know? Or at least puts them in motion, it right. seems like. <laughs> Even if they're poorly done. As long as it's not on Shabbos. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just can't be on... Don't roll on Shabbat. And I also did catch, though, a little more of um, about Walter that I guess I never really paid attention to a lot sometimes as well when they mention more about his ex-wife. Cynthia. Yeah, with the the dog stuff, I remember that, like, uh, much. But then later... And it was like Pomeranian. That ain't no Pomeranian. I have no idea dog It was like breeds. a bingy dog. Oh. <laughs> like, you know what a Pomeranian looks like. Like, the big puffy, like, little tiny faces. Oh, yeah, they have more of the smushed, like, kind of no, nose, I, right? Not really. They have, uh... Or, like, the little, like, a like fox. A, almost, yes, oh, yes. okay. And they're, like, not that. They look like Benji. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know dogs at all. So I thought that was funny. I was like, Pomeranian! <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so he mentions that, and then you find out later, too, that, like, he converted for his wife, too, mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was just also little things like that that I did catch this time around, uh, for more of the side characters. Mm. Also forgot that Jesus was a pedo. Yeah. Like, totally (laughs) forgot about that part. Because I was like, oh, he's like, um, such a figure in purple. And when they introduce him, and then he's like, oh, and he's a pedo or whatever. I was like, what? I don't remember. I don't remember that part at all. I just like, though, after he pulls a gun on Smokey. And they're in the car talking about it. And he's like, you're not wrong. You're just an asshole. And the cops are like running in full speed behind him into the bowling alley. (laughs) I love that too. Totally oblivious. I love those kind of scenes and comedy with stuff going Mm -hmm. on like in the background like that. Yeah, I thought that was really good. And then when they show the landlord, you know, the landlord's like knocking on his door after he's making himself a white Russian. And he's Mm -hmm. like, dude, tomorrow's already the 10th. There's a meme that goes around a lot on Facebook that I always have to repost. And it's that, yeah, it's that always meme. On the I've, yeah. Dude, tomorrow's already the 10th. <laughs> and I love later, because at that same time, that's when he's inviting him to like his dance. That they actually recital. show up. <laughs> and that they actually show him dancing, and it's wonderful. It's so funny. <laughs> I forgot how much I love that scene yeah, specifically. It's like the music is like just symbols. <laughs> it it looks like like a something I feel like would be a Bugs Bunny like right. I mean, like yeah. so yeah I really did enjoy that uh, a lot with the landlord and his like relationship with his landlord <laughs> and he's like oh oh okay like almost offended and I just love how everything is in between like it does always conveniently go back and forth between okay here's some information doing this or that about um this kidnapping situation that he's been of course wrapped into and then it always goes back to them like bowling yeah and but honestly after the gun scene though i'm like this place is still letting him come back into it time he goes to his house he somehow gets like knocked out and dragged (laughs) out like every time but what i love he was laying on his new rug yeah and listening to bowling playoffs (laughs) I don't know. I never noticed that, but like, like just yeah. 
bowling strikes pins. and bowling pins. That's all and he was listening so to. So he could differentiate what each other sounded like, I guess. So that was hilarious. Yeah, the... Um, it's just very well done. I will say this movie is just visually like stunning and mm-hmm. for, it, yeah. for it to be this comedy crime caper type thing. Like it just looks really good yeah, and it, it still does. looks really good. Right. And honestly, if you didn't tell me kind of like what year it came out. Yeah. Or even have references to like the Kuwait or whatever, just pop culture references of that time or po- political. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even be able to tell you necessarily what era it was made in. Like right. it feels like it can still be today almost, yeah. you know, especially like Julianne Moore's character. <laughs> yeah. And did you catch, uh, this is something else I didn't uh, notice of course before was, uh, freaking the guy who plays Lupin in Harry Potter. Oh my God. That's who the- <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy? (laughs) I I didn't realize how much I love that scene until watching it now. I did not even. I I knew he looked familiar, but I couldn't place it. It was so fucking funny. When I saw that, I was like, it's fucking Professor Lupin as the giggly guy. I forgot. I I love when she gets on the phone and they're both like giggling and he's just standing there like, what the fuck? (laughs) That's why I love that scene. annoying as Fuck. Because yeah, it's just they seem like just so ugh, like yeah, their characters. Kind of people. They really do such a good job with that. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I can totally understand why this is your favorite movie. Like it really is just Chef's Kiss. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then I don't know if you noticed this when um, he was going to do the handoff, mm-hmm. and he goes to pick up Walter, and they're in that shopping plaza. Did you notice the? store that he was standing in front of was called Sobchak Security. I was like, that's Walter's last name. I've never noticed that before. Oh, so he owns a security That's what Walter store. does. <laughs> no, I didn't notice I didn't, that. Yeah, I never noticed that before until <laughs> last night when I was well, watching Well, my it. whole thing with during the exchange was I was like, why the fuck would he bring Walter? Why, and why would he let Walter take over? Because yeah. he was like, oh, you just said you wanted to come, Walter. You didn't say you were gonna, you know. Well, like, you know and, Walter. And I was like, why would shut you think- the fuck up, yeah. Walter, this whole time. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Exactly. This is when I actually was, like I said, um, this is why I'm like sometimes this movie stresses me out yeah. and it's during like this scene because I just get so worked up that because yeah he like pushes him out of the way and he starts driving even like right. just the whole thing but the part that made me laugh out loud was when Walter was like okay da 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 you're gonna do this and this and he jumps out and he's got the Uzi and like he drops it and starts spinning like, and shoots, like out shoots out their own car that they're in. and once out of numerous times then the car goes and hit something head on and I just laughed out loud and I have it was so funny <laughs> I think yeah I think at one point I did just in my notes I was like a caper of capers <laughs> <laughs> and then when they was talking to the cops about the car being stolen yes um the one cop was just like stirring up the weed in his ashtray like I don't think I ever that? noticed that no I didn't notice that this oh time Bad knives just stirring it up. Like <laughs> Is that the one who was like really smiley? No, he was oh. on the left that was like, and he was like, oh, I wouldn't hold out hope for the tape deck. And he's like, or oh, the credence. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice that part. Okay, and then after that scene uh, with the drop off, and yeah, they fuck everything up. And then he's like, well, fuck it, let's go bowling. <laughs> and I like how, though, like, 
again, as we know, we figured out that the ringer was a ringer or all that mm. other stuff. And like, yeah, he never, ringer, yeah, like the money was never in there. But either way, they thought they left a mil- just a million dollars in, in this car, car to go bowling. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, like, yeah. And then I like when he's like the whole scene where he's in the limo or the car because after Maude, like, Oh, yeah, yeah. Tells him to go to the doctor or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's like, he's a good man, Jeffrey. Sarah. And Sarah. That's, the, that's <laughs> usually the, like, quotable for me. Yeah. Good man and Sarah. If I hear the word thorough in anything in my life anymore, I, in that. my head, it's Sarah. <laughs> um... <laughs> he's in the car like the town car or whatever after and that. just like because this is when he still has like his white russian with him yeah right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he takes <laughs> yeah. it on the road and the guy's like forget about it yeah. you know? and he's like yeah man fuck it and i just love that part and then when as soon as he gets out the other guy grabs him, he's like, Careful, man there's a beverage here <laughs> I did. I liked that whole scene. And that was when he's like, oh, then someone's following you. And it, that's when it was the yeah. private eye guy or whatever. <laughs> so I did like all of those elements. Again, it was so uh, fun in that and then respect. He, and I love how the dude always snatches phrases from other people. Like this aggression will not stand, man. He snow- stole that from Bush. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, in the parlance of our times. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> When she stole from Maude. Yes, when she was describing uh, the situation yeah. that uh, she was in with her dad and everything. And that's, of our time. that's great. Yeah, you're right. That is like a big thing. It's that almost he does. like, yeah, like he absorbs like the uh-huh. mannerisms and things around other people. Because when he's around. He spits it out when he has to. When he's around Walter, that is the only time you see him get like super worked, worked up. up. Yeah. yeah. And Walter's always like worked up too. Yeah. The dude just takes all your energy, man. <laughs> the just dude projects abides. it back to you. <laughs> he deflects. He deflects. Man, it's just so random. Um, we had already mentioned the landlord scene and all of that, but I like how when they do go to the kid thinking, because they found yeah, the kid who stole what his car. <laughs> and this is what happens when you fuck someone in the ass. Fuck a stranger in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> um, that whole uncomfortable scene. And oh, I know. I was like, damn, they went, oh, but before that, cafe or whatever mm-hmm. and the toe oh oh with the dr- is <laughs> that, that after yeah, that was, oh i must have skipped that yeah <laughs> like i said this one i wasn't too super uh, hardcore on my notes, notes yeah, yeah so but they you know the the toe or whatever mm-hmm. and then walter was right the whole time about the toe oh i know well oh, because toe? i can get you a toe even before that though at one point they show bunny driving by walter with uh with all her toes all intact toes. Yeah. yeah and the green polish yeah. or whatever and so that's where they get to, because, again, like I've mentioned, where I'm like, I couldn't really explain to you the plot right, of the movie right. before. And this is where I'm like, oh, it makes sense now when she's like, so she had just went out of town. And I was like, but how did the Germans know she went out of town? Like, how did they, they know to be out with her, I think. Because they hung yeah. out, so they just knew she took off to go out of town, right. and they used that to their advantage. Right. That took me a little while to, to like, grasp. yeah, understand for some <laughs> well, reason. Well, they didn't tell you she went out of town until, like, the very end of the movie. Yeah, and again, because I, I haven't watched it so long, I'm like, but oh, okay. That one part was <laughs> so cringe when... Um, they're getting loud in the coffee shop, and she's like, oh, this is a family restaurant. I'm going to have to ask you to leave. And he's like, I'm staying. I'm enjoying my I, coffee. Oh, so. I'm drinking my coffee. My whole thought on that was just, I'm like, oh, my God, John Goodman's, like, every, like, Karen. crazy, like, cute, like, conservative Karen <laughs> yes. that, like, exists now. You're like, oh. 
I'm like, oh, that's kind of our reality. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, there's, it could have been made in any decade. There's Walters <laughs> everywhere, always. Always, all of the time. Um. Oh, no, I do like when they finally get to the part where um, Jackie Treehorn gets involved, yeah. too. Because, again, with this comedy of, like, errors and, yeah, and, and the, like, mistaken identity, almost. Yeah, of, like money to Jackie Treehorn, <laughs> well-known pornographer. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> when he's doing the sketch thing, the sketch thing, I totally forgot about that. And that was one of the parts where I was like laughing out loud because yeah. I just totally forgot about it. And it was just so <clears throat> random, randomly perfect, especially because he was on the phone. He had to snatch it off and put it in his pocket, yeah. walk off real quick. Like it was an address. Because I, I don't think I ever appreciated the nuance of that scene yeah. as much as I did today. Especially then when he's in the... When the cop picks him up and he's got it in his pocket. <laughs> and then when the cop throws the coffee muffin. Well, my favorite part is right before that. And he's like, mm, Ron Kuby. <laughs> I'm sorry, I wasn't I was, listening. I wrote that down. I laughed so hard. And I'm going to go ahead and say it right now that that it was my favorite part yeah. of the movie. This, this know, go around was, was the whole. And then he's like, stay the fuck out of Malibu. Dead beat. I was, I like just did not hardly remember that scene. Like I remembered um, with the Jackie Treehorn guy. Like the 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 set rather, I yeah, guess, like yeah. kind of, but I guess I didn't remember the context of any of that entire scene, what it had to do with the plot line. Right. Because it does kind of never though go back with like Jackie Treehorn just makes him leave Malibu. He drugged him. And drugged him, but then, what? But like for what well, then? Well he said later on he wanted him when when he came back and his place was all trashed and he was Oh, that was, was a distraction. That's yeah, right. So okay. Go through okay. He thought he had the oh, because that's when he has sex with Maude. Yeah, so I think yeah. I just yeah was like, oh forget about that. Yeah. He's having sex with <laughs> the the lady. With the lady. I know. Oh, is that when... Oh, yes. Who was it called? Human paraquat? Yeah. <laughs> that was also one of my... Human paraquat? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we forgot about when the nihilist came in, when he was in the bathtub. Oh, with like, the... Nice marmot. And is it an affair? It's a ferret. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, so the whole whodunit kind of thing. And I like how it does eventually get to the build up in the end. Um, we find out, um, because she finally just shows up and she's home. Um, so the cat's kind of out of the bag for the Germans, at least. The nihilists. Yeah, the nihilists. And I thought that the nihilist scene was earlier in the film, I guess. Mm, not towards the end. And yeah, because I, I forgot that was, like, how Donnie dies. Yeah. It's like, he has a heart attack when all that happens. <laughs> like, when he's having the heart attack, though, his, like, little legs are up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> um steve is stephanie's hall pass <laughs> got some ghost world uh <laughs> fantasies anyway um <laughs> i do enjoy can we talk about though like the final like and the only, I guess, technically, like, real, like, the fight scene, oh, like, with Walter. Walter was fucking badass. He was that. very yeah, badass. Like, was he badass fight scene. just blew them away. Big fucking ear off. <laughs> yes. Mike Tyson did. And then, like, knocks the other guy out when the guy's about to, like, I think, punch out the dude or mm-hmm. whatever. And he just, like, had it down. <laughs> 
Um, so I did. All his talk finally came through. Yeah, so I did enjoy that because I'm like, all right, well, you talk to talk, like, yeah. finally. And yeah, he just kicked their fucking asses. Um, but yeah, but Donnie has the heart attack. Yeah. And then, <laughs> but this is how random this movie is. Because right before they end it with, like, more of the nicer, where they hug and they release release his ashes, but right before the ashes just blew all over him. And then when they're even arguing with the funeral home guy about the urn... So it just seemed like a really, like, because at first I forgot they do at least show them back at the bowling alley after um, when I was watching it. I was like, wait, is this how it ends with them, like, arguing about the price of his urn and then just, like, the ashes throwing at him? And um, they did end with the Sam Elliott and the bowling and him talking to him again. And this is where I was like, oh, maybe he's not God and he is just the narrator. (laughs) Right. They never explain it, but... No, but it's a fun way to, like, tell the story. Yeah. And I think that's what makes this movie so fun, is, like, you know you're in a movie. It, it has, like, as we mentioned, um, the knockout dream sequences, montages, yeah. um, which we didn't get super into. I mean, it's music, and it's crazy, and it's yeah. visually, like, awesome. Uh, you just have to watch them. It's a fun, like, cinematic experience, for sure, yeah. this movie is. I talked about what obviously now is my new favorite part with the Jackie Treehorn Malibu, all of that kind of scene. What was your favorite part this time for you? I mean, I don't know what to pick. I love all of it. I love the whole movie. Yeah. I mean, the coffee cup scene is hilarious. I like to laugh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the scene where he's um, he's like, and he's smoking the, and then it drops between his legs and he's like trying to put it out. Oh, yeah. That's the second time <laughs> crashes his car because he runs in the dumpster. Love that. Hilarious. <laughs> the whole, like, you know, you can call me the dude. or Yeah. Dude Arena if you're not into the whole brevity uh. thing. <laughs> There's just so many quotable moments throughout. And, of course, the end when he's like, you know, oh, keep on keeping on. And he's like, the dude abides. Yeah. Like, Makes me feel comforted. No. <laughs> the duders out there taking her easy for the rest of us sinners. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was so funny. Yeah, the dude definitely had um, a pretty easy, nice uh, semen life for sure. Yeah. And I read somewhere, I can't remember what it said though, that there was like somebody explained what how he was afford to live. Oh, I saw that where they thought about adding it in, I guess. Like mm. so it was in a first draft, but they felt it really wasn't necessary. Because it was more fun that nobody <clears throat> knew. Exactly. It I was think like it, Kramer, you know, like nobody yeah. knew how Kramer made his money or could afford an apartment. <laughs> it was um a I, mystery. I believe it, what it was was they said that um he was an heir to the Rubik's Cube. Yes, 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 yes. That's what I read. Yeah, yeah. And so that would explain how he's just been like posting. Little and, monthly stipend. Yeah, and then able to pay his rent. But I mean, it still shows him to late on his rent and stuff. Right. So. Didn't have that much money. So I'm saying it would make sense not to even mention it and just keep yeah. it kind of fun like that. But like you said, it was interesting to see what Walter does. Yeah, that he, I've never noticed that mm-hmm. as many times as I've watched this movie yeah. until last night. Yeah, so this is definitely one of the movies that you do find something different every, every time. Every time you watch it, yeah. So it does definitely 
has the rewatchability mm-hmm. um, that certain movies, oh, like I, I said, this one will kind of stress me out sometimes. Yeah. But again, I could pick it up and watch it again because I know I'm going to find something different. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so overall, um, it's still, yeah, a 10, 10 out, out of 10, 10 yeah, yeah, movie for sure. Uh, I can definitely see why it's your favorite. Uh, I can see why you picked it for the podcast. Uh, to share, because I think it really is, to know you is to know the dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment. Although, out of the two of us, um, I'm the white Russian drinker. Yes, that's the one thing we do not have in common. I do not like milk and alcohol. <laughs> I am not a fan. Num num nums, it's tasty. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, yeah, so happy birthday, Jessica. Oh, thank you, thank you. I'm glad you were born. And I'm glad we got to share watching movies together. (laughs) Me too. For the X amount of years that you've been alive. I'm not going to throw out your age. It shall be 38. I'm not ashamed. (laughs) The big 38. 38. Whatever. (laughs) Gives a shit. (laughs) Uh, As always, you can find us on Instagram Mm -hmm. at Filmgazers. Uh, as we mentioned before, interwebs. we have the Discord made. It is up and running. Y'all, it is ready. It's routing. Uh, we're going to actually start writing in it ourselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then I'm also uh, getting the Twitter is in the works. So that way we can share the Discord and other information um, a little easier uh, than Instagram sometimes. Um, so we should be um, at Filmgazers on Twitter as well. And uh, stay with us um, on our next episode. It will be um, for my birthday special. I don't know what I'm choosing yet because picking an all-time favorite movie is way too difficult of a decision (laughs) for me to make. I am very indecisive when it comes to pick your one abs. No, like which genre? I have to break it down. I have a top five in this or a top ten in that or... Um, so it's going to be really hard for me uh, to pick one. Close your eyes and pick one. I'll have to do that. I might like do a out of a hat or something. Yeah, these are my top five and out of a hat. So um, yeah, if you follow us on the social media um, we mentioned, then you can find out maybe what I pick um, if I decide um, early enough to yeah. announce it before we record it. Um, and also... September is going to kick off the spooky season, Yay, as we finally, mentioned. Um, finally, it has happened to me. <laughs> spooky season to come upon us. <laughs> Impromptu spooky season song. <laughs> um, and we don't have the full list out um, completely of lineup or whatever. Um, but I do know as a little teaser, I believe, Jess, you were super um, into doing, uh, I believe it's Strangeland. With Dee Snyder. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that might be like one of the Halloween uh, yeah. movies we'll be Specials. Yeah, doing. Um, again, that will start um, in September. So yeah, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Um, thank you to any listeners who have been sticking with us and uh, were at the beginning and then did the whole summer blockbusters. Uh, we are officially like over 10 episodes now. That's impressive. I know. We've really stuck with it for us that is saying something that's an accomplishment it really is so um good job steph (laughs) good job jess (laughs) so with that we're gonna hit the dusty trail until next time later Later, taters taters.
nailed it. <laughs> <laughs>